So you probably are aware by now that we use Anchor.fm here on this podcast for COVID-19 PPC. And I wanted to tell you about Anchor.fm because this is actually the second uh, podcast hosting software I've used. And um, I really like it. I love how easy it is to use. I love the fact that it's free. And they have so many tools here like music and all these different options that help you record and edit your podcast either from your phone or your PC or your computer. And then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And then also you can even make money from your podcast with minimum, with no minimum listenership. And it's all you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're new to podcasting and you're interested in um, getting started, I recommend Anchor.fm. So what you can do is download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started um, that's my recommendation. And, um, you know, after almost a year of podcasting, I'm really glad I found Anchor just recently. It just makes things so much easier. And, uh, yeah, come check out anchor.fm. Welcome to season two of COVID-19 Public Health Policy and Culture. In these episodes, we share international stories about the pandemic around the world, what it looks like in everyday lives, as well as what it looks like from the eyes of researchers and professionals who work on controlling the pandemic. This podcast is designed for information to be translatable from epidemiologists, emergency medical professionals, and those who do work on the front lines and what it looks like in everyday family culture on planet Earth during this historic moment. We are at a crucial time in public health with the global crises of the pandemic in addition to climate change. This is our moment as public health professionals, academics, and entrepreneurs to work together collectively to consider solutions and perceive creative ways to work through these major challenges, these wicked problems that we're facing around the world. I encourage you to visit us at publichealthpodcasters.com to learn more about how podcasting can be leveraged to improve public health, health equity, and to support communities building diverse infrastructure in community, global, and environmental health. Again, visit us at publichealthpodcasters.com and learn more about our membership opportunity. Welcome to this episode of COVID-19 Public Health Policy and Culture. I'm your host, Dr. April Moreno, and I hope you had a happy holiday season. We've been kind of just staying isolated and just doing a vacation um, just as a family uh, unit, <laughs> individual family unit away from others. And so uh, we hope that you've been safe over there and protected as well. And, um, you know, the numbers are up. We're seeing record infections. And with the at-home testing, there's really no requirement for reportable conditions, these reportable positive conditions to be reported. So we have no accurate number of how many people are infected uh, and are positive with COVID. And it's pretty safe to say that the pandemic is officially kind of out of control. 
and it's frustrating. And, you know, with podcasts such as this one, uh, we try our best to get the information out there as clearly as possible while sharing experiences around the world of what it's like to live in different cultures, different policies, and so on. And so we continue to stay hopeful here and we will continue to share the important messages about pandemic protection and information as we find in the news. So one thing that's really interesting and the topic of this episode is on long-term disability and chronic illness. And if you know much about me or anything about me, I was diagnosed with a chronic autoimmune disease in 2016 and for the first time began to understand what disability really is about. And um, that chronic illness doesn't go away. And we're starting to see some concerns about this in the uh, folks who have been diagnosed with COVID and a lot of the long-term conditions. In fact, some of the uh, organ damage that has resulted from COVID. So if you are not familiar with this, COVID is not only just an infection uh, where you look to see, you know, you check to see your symptoms, whether you're symptomatic or not, and then those symptoms going away, maybe in two to four weeks and that you're uh, back to normal. But in many cases, people are not back to normal. And in our previous episode, we did talk about someone living with long COVID and not necessarily that things get better over time. And that's a concern. We haven't heard um, too many examples of people with long COVID who have healed from long COVID. I haven't heard any stories about healing from long COVID, to be honest. And it's really difficult because we are seeing blood clotting. We're seeing organ damage and organ failure. We're seeing a lot of things that are happening to the heart, the the lungs, the heart, and the brain. And it is a concern. And We'll continue to hear much more about long COVID in the coming months. I predict because of how many more people are being infected with the Omicron variant. So it is a huge concern. And today I wanted to talk about some more of the um, things that are out there in the news. So for example, here in disability conversations, we're actually seeing under Health and Human Services this guidance on long COVID as a disability under the ADA, Section 504 and Section 1557. So this is a concern and it's important for us to realize that people with COVID, um, with long-term symptoms that may recur at any time after infection, um, these people are experiencing long COVID and it is a persistent and significant health issue Um, So in this uh, link, I'll share in the notes, in the show notes, there is a variety of symptoms of long COVID, such as tiredness, fatigue, brain fog, shortness of breath, headache, dizziness, fast beating or pounding heart, chest pain, cough, joint or muscle pain, depression, anxiety, fever, and of course, the loss of taste or smell. But there is other stuff such as damage to multiple organs, including the heart, lungs, kidneys, skin, and brain. So there's a lot here. And yes, COVID is seen, um, can be a potential disability under ADA because if it substantially limits life activities, um, now you are part of the disability community. Welcome to the community. Some people experience um, neurological damage, circulatory 
and lingering emotional illness and other mental health conditions among other organ damage. So this is not a short-term situation and it happens at any age. And so it is a concern and I just wanted to get this out there um, about what it's like to have a disability and that many with long-term COVID symptoms are becoming uh, part of the disabled community with us. And so I just want to get that information out there to those who are not able to fully grasp the seriousness of COVID-19 yet and believing that, um, you know, prior um, pre preconditions, pre-existing conditions are a factor or age is a factor. We are starting to see more and more that this is not um, necessarily what happens um, just with certain groups uh, we are seeing across the board at different ages, different levels of health, varying levels of health, and even with very healthy young people that either you know they are not surviving this or they are dealing with some of these long-term situations. So please um, consider this and get masked, get the social distancing done, and find ways to reduce your risk because we don't know the full extent of this. Well, we do see it in many cases that it does result in death, it results in organ damage, but we don't know how long uh, worse people will be experiencing long COVID. And the fact remains that if people are not able to, um, you know, stop the spread of this, if we're not able to stop the spread, then we risk new variants who are that are even more um, determined and more um, easy to spread and more infectious and more um, hostile and dangerous to potentially occur. So please do your best to wear the KN95, KF94, um, the more um, filtered mask that really covers your face. Make sure you do press the nose, uh, folding the nose wire so that air is not coming in on each side of the nose. Make sure you do cover your nose and make sure that you wear a mask that doesn't have air gaps on the sides of the cheeks. Um, so in many cases, that is your KN94, KN, KN95 mask. So please be careful out there. And for more information, we do have an upcoming event planned in February with the Public Health Podcast Network, where we'll be doing a summit on public health response and action to stop COVID. So please listen in and stay, stay with us for further information as we prepare and plan this event uh, scheduled for February. So I'll be working on that over the coming weeks ahead. So please stay safe out there and all the best as we work hard to get this under control.